Testing. Testing. I can hear you. I can hear you. So eight. How's it going, friend? Uh, going just fine. So good to hear your voice. So glad that my voice is uh, still operable. Back for another, uh, back for episode three of One Magical Hour, a Matthew and Schaefer podcast spectacular. Let's let's give a couple of uh, intros to try. You try an intro now. You don't have to use the name, whatever. I actually think it'd be kind of cool if we have like five or six different names for this thing. For this podcast? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give the intro that I, I, I've been kidding around and I mentioned it to you, but... Uh, yeah, let's do it. Welcome to Making Poor Choices with Shafee and Matthew. I'm one of your hosts, Matthew. Uh, I'd like to welcome my podcasting brother in arms, Shafee. Thanks, Matthew. <clears throat> Making poor choices, I think, is, is my front runner. All right. <laughs> But we're not always talking about making poor choices. Sometimes we're talking about making good choices. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you do an intro. The good and bad. <laughs> Hello, this is <clears throat> three, two, one. Hello, this is Schaefer Hall, and welcome to another episode of Making Good and Bad Choices with Matthew Rampey and Schaefer Hall. I'm here on the east side of Austin. Matthew's up there way on the north side of Austin, as they call it around here, even though it's central, really not. North Central. It's not really that far away. Yeah, but every, every, everybody who lives south of North, north Loop calls what you, where you live way north. Oh, he lives way up north. And when we moved in, I thought it was way north, too, but, uh, yes. but, it, but it seems shifting to me. If you're listening and you don't know about Austin, we're talking about like a matter of blocks here. It is like five, five long city blocks to the north. Okay, so but to be, to be fair, Schaefer does live on Ninth Street. Is that where you live? Yeah. And I live like on Eighty Second Street, sort of the equivalent if you're thinking about blocks. But still, there's like a third of the population of Austin who still lives north of you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> And and I and half of the population of Austin lives south of you. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all relative. And when we moved in here, I thought it was so north, but I really like the way uh, we can access different parts of town from here. Yeah. Like going out 360 in the lake and all that sort of stuff. It's easy to do that. To visit my friends on the east side, that's easy. If you are south of 183... Uh, you know, 183 North, 183 kind of curves around. So if you're south of 183, you know, up where you are, or if you are west of 183 down where I am, because like I say, it curves, and then go around to say Old Torf, and then Mopac. Those are the, that's central Austin. I think south it goes to 71, really. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I'm a I'm a northeast. Well, but and then and then really really central Austin is south of 183, west of I-35, east of Mopac, north of 71. 
So that that doesn't actually take in the east side. Yeah. Uh, well. But I see what you. But yes, I see what you. We can talk about your systemic racism at another time. Oh well, yeah. I mean, now's fine. <laughs> that reminds me of what we've learned so far from podcasting, which is uh, we know that we don't want to talk politics. Yeah. What we learned in episode two. Because I think I sound like an idiot. I mean, I think the more important thing that we learn from episode two is we can talk about anything as long as Schaefer's well-rested and properly caffeinated. <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, that was a good, a good take-home on that deal. We should, start, we should start with the stuff that's easy to, uh, you know. Uh, and I think, you know... At any point, we could have gotten off the subject of politics if I, you know, I th- like I say, I think if I had been better rested and better caffeinated, then we could have, you know, gone and talked about anything else at any point. But I think, like, I was only thinking about one thing that morning, and there wasn't, because you tried several times. You're like, hey, let's go to this list. Let's talk about what your sister said. And I'd be like, wait, one more thing. <laughs> important. It is important, you know, and... And it was on, you know, it was on my mind at that time. That's yeah, it's on my mind. It's still on my mind. There, I don't, there are things going on in this country all the time that I'm just like anybody should have to apologize about that. But it's just like, did it make for good radio, good imaginary radio? I don't know. Yeah. I don't think so. I just don't think it's my forte. I, I think that uh, only time will tell. I re- I really think that, um, like I was saying off the record to you more mundane things five years from now when gracie is ranking the all-time uh the all-time episodes of the podcast can you imagine it got to the end of the list and she's like episode two we're like what (laughs) we have let that be our guiding light of what not to do it's full time and it was a number one I hope that doesn't happen. I'll tell All you right. what you want to talk about, though, right now. Yeah. I want to just tell you where I'm at right now. Like, Ram Dass, I'm just going to be here now. And right now in Austin, the, the calendar ticked over to September. And, like, on cue, we got some cloud cover. And we got a bunch of rain today. And we asked Echo what the temperature was just a little while ago, and it was 73. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm pumped. This is, I was feeling really despondent last week in the previous few weeks. Of course, it's been the never-ending summer here. Uh, with, you know, my kids have been on summer break for six months, and all summer camps were closed, and... Uh, all the pools were closed, and for a time, all the parks were closed. I mean, August and Austin, just too damn hot. Like, everybody has, you know, goals in life. People talk about saving for retirement. That's beyond me completely. Uh, my one goal is to just be in a position in my life where every August I can just leave Austin. If that, if I could just do that one thing, yeah, then my life would be perfect. Yeah, that would be a good setup. I, 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 I would say from if you could take six weeks, if you could be gone from July 15th to September 1st. That would be even better, but, you know, 
Okay, uh, maybe it's too much, but if I could just get a, you know, like if I got a little taste of that, then I appreciate leaving all the more, you know. Uh, well, listen, if this, I mean, for me, if this remote work thing continues, like I'm envisioning all types of, uh, of mobile situations for yeah. the future, you know, because um, I don't mind going somewhere and just working from the hotel during the day or where, you know. Sure. You know, renting a pair of property or something. Uh, yeah. I was looking at uh, far northwestern Washington. Mm. You know, kind of, I was looking around near the Bellingham area. Mm. Weird. Stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I did a little stocking. It's maybe I did. But, you know, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of like lake resorts and vacation getaways up there. Uh, they just, they look awesome. And, you know, it's up there right now, like all through August, you know, it's like 65 degrees at night and, you know, maybe it gets up to 80 during the day for the entire month of August. It's like that, you know, like the exact opposite, like August is the one month you definitely don't want to be in Austin. August is the one month that you definitely do want to be in the Pacific Northwest. Like it dries out a little bit, it warms up a little bit, and then like, you know, in September it turns right back to rainy and you know fifty degrees, you know. But why? Well, yeah. I just you know, and it looks. I, you know, I think I think I, I think that when our German and Irish ancestors came to Texas, it was it was actually a cooler time. the The weather was cooler. And people from Northern Europe were, you know, really sick of winter. Yeah, quite that's true. Sick. They were quite sick of winter, and so they came here, and it seemed ideal, you know, nice. But, but man, when I was younger, I, I just felt like, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm like a, I'm a German Irish guy who's who lives in a subtropical climate. Yep. And I was angry about it. I was very angry, and that made my body only hotter. <laughs> I just I was hot all the time. I will say this: as I am aging and everything's slowing down, I am tolerating the heat a lot better. In the last few years, and maybe there, there's also a real there's a very real acclimation to a climate. You know, oh, there definitely is. Yeah, uh, people, friends of ours from Denver or, or colder climes will come here and and really melt in the summer. And I'm doing okay with it. It's not horrible. I, and I can see also aging how a colder climate would be more difficult on your aches and pains. Yeah, definitely. I heard uh, I, I heard uh, Stern and Robin talking about it one time, and he he had been somewhere on a vacation, <laughs> and was just like, oh, it was warm the whole time, and they were just loving that vibe because you know they live in new york city and and deal with uh well i don't know i've never lived in new york city what's hey what's that like what's it like to i've never lived in a cold climate really i mean i lived in san francisco and that's just perpetual cool i don't think that really counts i tell you what i i loved the climate in new york city i loved i loved just how hot it got for like just a week or two in the summer and i loved how cold it got you know in the darkest winter and then there's all of those in-betweens. Like, it has it has very distinct. 
training I, season. I want to move. I want to move north, especially with especially with climate change. I I I I would be up for moving to the Pacific Northwest. I think, but maybe not. Maybe I'm addicted to the sunshine. You know, maybe yeah. I. Can, I you know I I think you know for two guys struggle with the uh, ups and downs of the emotions as much as we do yeah. maybe like living in a place that's okay let, okay let me do another intro <laughs> let me do another let me do another intro give me give me the three four three two one everybody thank you for joining us on struggling with depression <laughs> with Shafee and matthew <laughs> go ahead Shafee. can you can you cover it today <laughs> Can you carry the load? Three, two, one. Hello, everybody. This is Schaefer Hall. Welcome back to another episode of our podcast, laughing our way right through all of this with, with my friend Matthew Rampy. <laughs> Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to crying our way through all this with Matthew Rampy. <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome to, let's figure this all out together. Let's have another cup of coffee. Let's I let's figure this all out together. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. That's what it says. That's what it says on my shrink's door. Let's get to the bottom of this. Oh, maybe that was. Let's get to the bottom of this. Maybe that was my idea for. Surely that's already taken. The bottom of this. We'll do get something about getting to the bottom of this because the bottom of this problem, the bottom of this cup of coffee, pregnant with meaning, the bottom of the summer. And you know, it's Austin is going to pull that trick on us, right? You know, like the the numbers all drop when you look at your weather app, but then you step outside at two o'clock and it's muggy and. <laughs> it's it says that the high is 93 or 94 or whatever which which right now sounds like a treat um but we went to the skate park this morning and it was chilly like, yeah you know four o'clock you know and i'm obsessed with the doppler radar i'm watching it all day and uh there's like we're in a little break here but there's like another round of storms coming but, Bring it. I love the rain. I love a good Central Texas thunderstorm. And I feel like I'm gonna I feel like I'm gonna live. And I wasn't sure about that a couple weeks ago. Never had right. summer and the heat and oh man, I was breakthrough. You, you know, we were joking a minute ago about the the weather in the Pacific Northwest and how that would exacerbate existing depressive disorders. Um but it's funny how the heat can get you down, and you know when it's when it just when it's just day after day of one hundred five, one hundred six. It's funny how cool how much cooler ninety five is than one hundred five. It's below oh. it's below the human body temperature. It's it's those temperatures uh, that are out there that are above the human body temperature that are really yeah. so irritating. Okay, have we started the podcast yet? No, this has uh, just been a all warm up here. Oh, okay, okay. Let's three, let's, two, let's one. Do it. Oh, are you? Am I doing the? Am I, am I doing the intro? We'll see if it. From this. Was, yeah. Okay. Three, two, one. Uh, I forget. 
Uh, listen, I don't want to be the guy who does the intro. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to I Forget with Matthew Brampy, special guest Schaefer Hall, who also forgets. Hello? Who is this? <laughs> we need to keep this line open. This line is for emergencies only. <laughs> so, but seriously, uh, I did very little prep for this podcast, although I was, I was sitting waiting for you and I started thinking about you know, we, we need to get some sounds together for this podcast. And, uh, and I started thinking about drops and, and what, you know, how to curate your own drops, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I, just, I sat here and just sort of collected some drops from the internet that just sort of came to my head uh, as I waited. Fish with one eye. Oh, whoops. Not- oh, you brought some drops too? I brought some drops. Oh, good. Well, let's let's see what drops and proto drops. I'm calling this proto drops. I'm calling this segment proto drops. Where are you playing that on? You better learn your rules. If you don't, you'll be eaten in your sleep. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> that was Dwight from the office. <laughs> I, can't, I'm, I can't hear it very well. Is that, yeah. on, is that on, you're playing it on your phone? Yeah, it's from the voice memos on my phone. I was, I had just queued things up like on, on YouTube. <laughs> that was Carla from Cheers. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's the Patriot. Okay, you can't start laughing during your drop because <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if this works. I think I'm going to be pregnant for the rest of my life. Just like it said in the yearbook. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. no. I mean, Carla, Carla saying, I think I'm going to be pregnant for the rest of my life, just like it said in the yearbook. <laughs> I love Carla. Yeah. I rewatched uh, Cheers up to like the fourth and fifth season recently. Talk about a show that holds up. Holy cow. <laughs> also, man, a, a season back then was, you know, it was long. Like a hundred episodes. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot, man. Uh, and you, you just sort of compare that to what we're dealing with for streaming today. They'll put out a, that shit, they'll put, <laughs> they'll put out a streaming show with like six episodes. <laughs> you know? They don't care. Yeah, we got six episodes together. We're just gonna publish it. Let's call it a mini series. A mini series. Okay. Well, um, my thought on your drops so far is that they don't work off your phone. Yeah, yeah, definitely don't. That's right. Let me let me play a few that I have that might they might not work. Might not <laughs> might not be might not be great either. This was the first thing that I thought about. I'm already home, man. 
I'm gonna play it again. You've got I'm already home, Glenn. I'm already home, Glenn. I'm already home, Bear. I'm already home, Glenn. That's from uh, Raising Arizona. <laughs> Let's see. This this was like the second thing that came to my head. <laughs> Star Trek, The Wrath of Khan, of course. Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. And uh, yeah, I mean, um, first thing, I don't think drops should just be played in order, right? I, like we gotta keep podcasting and I gotta find a place to put in the drop, right? Yeah, yeah. Just organically. Um, where's the beef? <laughs> now, now is the time on the podcast where, where we try to find drops live on air. Uh, it's an important part of any podcast. Um, Why the beef? Do you remember how big that commercial was when we were kids? It was huge. It was huge. <clears throat> I'll save my other drops. I'll play them organically. Uh, I just found a website called 101 Soundboards. Oh, that could be helpful. Well, let's see. Oh, you, you are just literally just searching for drops right now. I am literally doing that. Uh, I do have a show list. Let's see here. A show list. I can't wait to hear it. Show list. Ah, it's more than a miracle. Uh, none of them. All right, so my notes. <laughs> my first note says last podcast talked too much, edited out something. My second note says last cast talked too much, edited stuff out. <laughs> Um, which I think we've already talked about. Um, did, you, I did, did you edit stuff out? I have not yet, but I still intend to. I'm just going to like I uh, just to just to try. Not because I feel like any you know. I, I definitely don't feel like any editing will save that cast, but I wanted to just try it and see you know see if you know you could tell where I edited something out you know and all that. Uh, but I haven't done it yet, so it doesn't matter. Uh, did you see the news story about this Russian boat plane that is sitting abandoned in the Caspian Sea? That oh, No, but that was, seems like the first thing I would put on. <laughs> you, they, they, this thing was operational. It's, it, it, it was this... It looks kind of like a big plane with a bunch of fans on it. And it was designed to just... Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. 
float like five feet off the surface of the ocean. But it doesn't fly. It just. Can they show a picture of it? Yeah. What media outlet did you uh, read that? Uh, from? If, if you if you just Google abandoned Russian boat plane, okay. you'll see a, you'll see a picture of it. But the thing is, like, I just don't exactly understand. Like you know, and they and they at the when it was operational, they had it armed with some kind of nuclear weapon or H bomb or something. Uh, I just don't understand why you know you should either have a boat or a plane. You know, what's the... Is that the Caspian Sea monster? No. <laughs> uh, a gra it says it was an experimental ground effect vehicle. Yeah, ground effect vehicle. Yeah. Caspian Sea. Dude, that thing is so cool. Neither plane nor boat. Yeah, it looks like something. It looks like a GI Joe toy you would have gotten. Cool, cool, cool. cool. <laughs> I mean, holy cow, that thing is awesome. Ah. But, but why? What? I mean, to me, it, honestly, it sounds like an Aggie joke. Like, did you hear about the Aggies who made the boat that was a plane that flew eight feet off the water? Like. They wanted to go on a fishing trip or something like that. <laughs> something like that. This, this seems like the kind of thing. This seems like the kind of thing that if I was an eccentric billionaire, I would try to acquire. It looks like the back of one plane flew into the back of another plane. <laughs> and 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 in addition to all that, it's sitting abandoned in the Caspian Sea. Like, could you just pull up and put it on a trailer? <laughs> if you had the means and the network to do so, yeah, sure. Yeah, again, if I was if I was of a certain means, I'm not. You know, I think it's probably. I, like, I think I would try to acquire that thing just for, to like put in the backyard. And it's like the, it's like the Astrodome. There's no. I think it would be a really great. Uh, There's nothing you can um, do with it that makes financial sense, that, that, that is worth the price of doing it. Yeah, but it would make an amazing background for like a rap video or a stage piece for a rave. Hey, absolutely. Yeah. Or, or a share video. It's like stuff I'm trying to cast all the time. Anyway. <laughs> uh, the Matthew Rampy rap rave. Have you heard it? You, you, yeah, <laughs> Brian Kroll and I were trying to put together a, a uh, like a honky tonk uh, rap rave group. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, a singer songwriter honky tonk rap rave kind, kind of group. Yeah. I think, yeah, you and Brian Kroll would be just, well, and Colin. You need Colin there holding the whole thing down. I mean, I don't know if Colin would be interested in that project, but uh, <laughs> Might have better things to Colin do. Colin really likes, you know, music. Yeah. Um, I think Brian would, you know, I think Brian would be entertained enough by what I call music. Could be yeah. a, I, 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 you know, 
Right, it's kind of just down for any link. Yeah, I wish I, I wish I had more time for larfs, Brian. It's funny because you know Brian is like far and away the best musician that we know. Yeah, he's the most talented musician I know. And I know musicians. He's like a an order of magnitude above all of our musician friends. You know, like there's when. when he does, you know, when he does actually bother to put on a show, it's it seems like a real show, you know? Yeah. Not like our friends playing rock and roll music or our friends playing country music. You Maybe you have more musician friends than I do. Uh, we, of course, we know a lot of the same musicians. Yeah. yeah. And then don't get me wrong, they're all good, but it's just, you know, some people just have that special thing, you know, and Kroll's got it. I wish he played more. Yeah. Three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to Matthew and Schaefer making life choices for Brian. (laughs) I think he wishes he played more, too. Everybody makes their own choices. Yeah. Yeah, it's not, you can't make choices for other people, Grandma. <laughs> my grandmother tried to micromanage my life choices for a long time. For a long time, she, she, had, she had a cousin, uh, her cousin Norma, who went and uh, taught school in uh, Alaska. Her husband like got on with this program where it's like a school in the bush for like indigenous uh, communities. You like sign up for this thing and you teach school. I think you have to commit to eight years and then you can like retire. You can like pull the teacher retirement after eight years and and you get your like Alaskan uh, dividend check. Too. And, you know, I'm in my early 20s finishing college, and she really wanted me to move to Alaska to teach school in the bush. And I, I, I mean, listen, now that sounds like a great plan. I would, okay. love, yeah, that I, awesome. I would love to do that now, but in my early 20s, I didn't feel like that was the move for me. Yeah. God love her. My 90 year old grandmother, who, who tested positive for the COVID. Oh wow! Three weeks ago now, and it's feeling fine. Wow! I literally five minutes ago received my. I, I took a COVID test today. I am negative. So there's that. I've heard that it's really hard on the nose. Well, this one was um, a rapid antigen test, and it was uh, self-administered. Oh yeah. So they uh, go up as far as is comfortable and I went up pretty far and I did both nostrils but the one I took that was like the county free one that I took back in May was administered by someone else and I just was asked to lean my head back and they reached in the car and stuck that thing right up into my brain (laughs) right up into my pineal gland are are you worried because you didn't go up in your brain you might not have uh I, I wanted them to uh, to squeeze the DMT lobe. 
<laughs> while they were up there, so that I could go some, so that I could go somewhere else for a few minutes while that thing was uh, for, on, just, for, just, for, a few, for a few moments. I, I think it was technically supposed to be fifteen seconds, but it seemed like uh, fifteen seconds in a like. different galaxy, where fifteen seconds is a lot longer. Come on, come on, Doc, just rub that gland while you're up there. <laughs> I'm not sure what level of medical professional that was administering the test. At <laughs> I, I don't think she was a doctor. Um, yeah, so that, yeah, that was tough. Also negative. So good, good stuff. Yeah, I was, I, I when my grandmother tested positive, I thought, well, that's it. Yeah. Uh, she's asymptomatic, so crazy. Congratulations! Uh, yeah, I mean that's presumably. I, I there's some percentage of chance that you have those genes too. So, <laughs> I, yeah, sure, right. Um, Don't ask me; I'm not a statistician. She's uh, she's an amazing woman. She really is, and you know, I was I was goofing on her a minute ago about the. Uh, always having a, a plan for <laughs> making plans for other people's lives, which she, she did for many years. What it, it was always something else for years. It was, uh, she wanted me to be on Jimmy Kimmel. She, she was watching Kimmel and she was just loving Kimmel. And she thought that, Oh, I know it was the, it was the songs that I wrote for my kids. I remember. Yeah. You know? And she was, Oh, actually she, she, she footed the bill for uh, my web design class so that uh, and 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 in 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 return I was supposed to send my songs to Jimmy Kimmel I was to I was to try to get on Kimmel and I actually had a friend writing for Kimmel at the time so it it was maybe wasn't out of the realm of possibility but listen I think I don't think Kimmel was interested in my songs Come on, Grandma, don't ask much. So I defeated. So I did. De I defeated myself ahead of time with self doubt, <laughs> which is a uh, you know, it's a classic of mine. It's something I do a lot. Cool, cool, cool. cool. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's something that we. <laughs> who, who is that? <laughs> That's Abed from. Uh, <laughs> it's Abed from uh, Community. Uh, uh, okay. When you first said Abed, I, first I thought Adnan. <laughs> that was like the guy from. And then I pronounced it Abed, like uh, like Pierce, who is the Chevy Chase character in Community, <laughs> pronounced yeah. it like you know just some just some old ignorant white guy. <laughs> uh, well, it's, I've I've already been called out for my systemic racism in this podcast. Coming up, there's, I am not a racist. Like or otherwise, I have been learning a lot about systemic racism though in this country, and it's fascinating. Did ever explain to you like the systemic racism of the exit signs on I thirty five? No, I do know a lot about the the zoning and districting of I thirty five and the Rosewood area, and, and it's the, like. Depending on which direction you're driving on I-35, like either way, there are different signs for different exits, even though they're all, you know, more or less the same streets. 
it basically it's all like set up to where like you wouldn't even know that you basically if you were just driving into Austin, you wouldn't even know that the East Side existed. Yeah, it's really appalling. Uh, everything that went on with the, um, you know, we're talking about like urban planning level yeah. <laughs> bias here. Um, that takes a lot of forethought to lay out streets in a certain way. Um, uh, marginalize a community <laughs> like, like it has been for so long. Uh, it, you know, I'm, I, I'm pumped about the uh, upheaval because you can't get change when everything's just cool, man. Yeah, I hope that you know. I hope we can stick with it. I feel like cool, cool, cool. cool. Uh... My my shtick is that I'm going to pick one drop. <laughs> <laughs> Every cast, one drop. I'm going to get it in ten times. I want to tell you one other thing that's on my mind. Yes. Not to get off the horrors of systemic racism so lightly, but um, there, there's another thing we ain't going to solve here. Um, get, I want to let me do an intro. <laughs> Three, two, one. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Solving Systemic Racism by Jackass and Jackassery. <laughs> um, now you have to solve it. I, I, I wish, man. Sometimes I really feel like uh, crying from just the horrors and guilt of the history of this country. It's really bothersome. But anyway... Uh, I wanted to tell you about disc golf real quick. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I, the reason I took a COVID test is because I got homie weekend coming up. Homie weekend That's is the important stuff. Homie weekend is a weekend where I meet up with a bunch of guys from Lubbock. It's been happening for a long time. Um, last year we were in Nashville and we played a round of disc golf, which we've talked about playing disc golf a number of times at that event and it's just never happened. So it was really like a first and, and it was a big group and uh, there were, there was a, there was maybe eight players and then another four non-players just walking along and those guys started gambling on the players. So it was a pretty festive atmosphere and beautiful park in Nashville and we had a really fun round and I ended up top of the leaderboard. Uh, I, I took the championship, which seemed to, I think really kind of, <clears throat> stick it to a couple of the homies that were in maybe in, first, in second and third place. And uh, so uh, I think, and I, there have been clues over the past few months that those homies were um, maybe practicing, getting ready for the upcoming weekend, you know, and there has been this call for a, a rematch. I'm calling it a grudge match, although I'm not the one with the grudge. Um, and I have to say that it has been right at the forefront of my mind <laughs> a lot over the last few months. And I've, I've played a bunch of rounds of this. We'd all be a lot happier if you weren't so. 
we <laughs> I played a bunch of rounds of disc golf leading up to it this week. So, uh, you know, it, what, the the problem here is that there's a uh, there's a sickness with like games and competition, and um, you know, I, I have I while I'm not the one with the grudge, I do have trouble just keeping it in perspective. And I'm anyway, I'm very excited to uh, defend my championship. I'm excited for you too. I'll be I'll be definitely calling for you. After after the cast here, I'm gonna go play around. Um just one oh, adorable. I'll get the hell out of here. <laughs> one last preparatory round. <laughs> How are those coming through on your end? Uh pretty good. Yeah, I like those. I don't know. I'm not sure about the timing, but uh but they sound they sound good. They sound better than the ones you were playing earlier. I can't hear you. <laughs> I you, it, we, you know, it, I was with you that night that we uh, we maybe had a few, and we went back to your place and we're just watching TV. And you turn on Bob's Burgers, and I, I maybe had given it short shrift before that, but I think we watched three or four episodes. It's funny stuff. What What do you think is the legality on um, podcast drops? I think technically you have to pay for everything. There's like a... Let me ask a follow-up question. What's the legality of podcast drops on a podcast of our considerable listenership? I think we don't have to worry about it just yet. <laughs> okay. I think we wait until we get that letter in the mail and then we sign up for whatever. It's like a yearly fee to kind of do whatever you want with... Uh, and then there's, you know, there's places that have a, whatever, you know, all of the drops that would be covered under that yearly fee. Well, the same, the same with music. You can pay a yearly, uh, a yearly fee to just kind of use whatever you, music you want. Well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Exactly. Like, like I can tell you for a fact that some of the podcasts that I listen to that have a considerable listenership are still flying under the radar in that regard. Like they've commented as much. I think until the until your podcast is making some sort of significant amount of money, nobody's going to come after you about it. Right. Because you can't get blood out of a rock. Yeah. We should be so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> someday that we're to... For our rock of a podcast to turn into a bloody rock. I'm not, uh, I'm not a very litigious person, but uh, I'll fight to the end to keep Brian Bob's burgers. We'll see, if we, we'll see if we can make this rock bleed. <laughs> This war's gonna end. <laughs> how I feel about the summer. Yeah. And someday, yeah, someday not not too long that summer's the summer's going to end. Yeah, the the micro school's coming up. This this forgotten summer. Oh man. I wish I could forget. <sighs> I wish I would forget. It's been difficult. I mean, for all of its for 
for all of its difficulties, it's flown right by. Well, speak for yourself, man. Yeah. I'm mainly focusing on the, you know, constant parenting. Yeah. Love it. You know. It's uh, good times. Well, speaking of constant parenting, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go do that now. Do it. But just like you're just off the top of your head, don't think about it, just answer. How long has it been since the the world shut down? So don't think about it. six and a half months. Okay. Yeah, it's more like five and a half months, but all right. See, I would have guessed like No, it's 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 six. April, May, June, July, August. August. I'm March twelfth is the date that I use because that's correct. Yep. That's the date we decided to. That's the date we decided to close. The front page. Right. Uh. And yeah, see, I would, you know, I would, I would say it feels more like, more like three months to me. But I have not. Been, <laughs> <laughs> I have only seen little kids by my own choice. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's a tough time for parenting for parenting and i like personally like I, you know i'm the opposite because of my because of my relationship with little kids like my niece and nephew have completely saved my life like yeah. a few times a week getting out and entertaining them as best i can doing puzzles i've been like getting online and like finding games that you, Games that grown-ups can play with five-year-olds, which are few and far between, as you may know. Yeah. Right. Uh, but they do exist. Uh, a really fun game to get to, that you can play with another adult or with a child is called Cathedral. My niece and I played it like 50 times last weekend. And, and that, that was the game you were looking for? Yes, the game I was looking for. Absolutely. Right. That was hilarious. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, maybe let's let's try to remember to tell to tell Grace and our other listeners that story uh, next podcast. Forward promotion. How about that? How about that, folks? Yeah, I love it. I'm I'm gonna tune in. Did you go back to episode one and remember what 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 our sign off was? I didn't. <laughs> Did you? No, I didn't. Something about wine. The sweeter the wine. Oh yeah. <laughs> the uh, the shorter the podcast. I don't think we said anything about the, sh- the sweeter the wine. Welcome to One Magical Hour with Matthew and Shafee, uh, a 35-minute podcast. A, well, we're probably looking at about 54 minutes, this one, huh? It, we might be beyond the limit of me being able to email you the audio file. Oh, dear. <laughs> well, then let's definitely hang up. We better. We better. Wrap it up. No, you can't pet that dog. <laughs> <laughs> go pet that dog. <laughs>
I gotta go hang out with the kids. I love that kid, though. That was a good one. That was the first successful drop of the whole show. Couldn't have come. Couldn't have come at a better time. Oh, you think that was the first successful drop? I think so. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, Chafee. Good to talk to you. Great talking to you. Let's uh, let's do it again soon. Goodbye, buddy.